Okay. Um, hello, my friend. We started. <laughs> hello. Um, hi, my name is Rina Kohn. I'm a private investor's businesswoman who always start and learn how to improve your cash flow every day, every week, every month. And right now I speak with my the best friends, uh, entrepreneur, investors, and the best guy that I know, successful. Uh, Andrew is my friend, so I would like to ask you a few questions if you have time. And maybe we can help somebody to be more energy, less afraid to start real estate business or maybe land business. So if you have a time and ready, I start my question. Absolutely. Yes. I'm, you know, thank you for the warm introduction. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So how do you start a real estate business or how do you start land business? So the land business. Um, so let me just start this off by saying in any business or any circles, everything's relationship based. If you don't think that your network is important, then you've already failed the first lesson. So how, which leads me into how do I get into land? I, I got, I'm a CPA. I'm still a, I'm not a practicing CPA, but I'm a CPA that got myself into audit, financial audits. And then um, most recently my, my corporate gig before real estate was mergers and acquisitions. And you know, those are high paying jobs. However, it also came with its downsides and you're always at the beck and call of your clients. So how I got into real estate was um, based off a relationship um, that I had with it. my now partner, um, his name, um, I'll kind of leave out of here, but um, just got to know this gentleman, just realized he was a real big uh, real estate guy in my region, in my local neighborhood, um, and just got to talk to him. And, you know, the relationship blossomed for about two years. I worked out with the guy, you know, just didn't really talk about business much, but one day he asked me, hey, what are you doing? You look miserable. And I said, yeah, I actually am. I'm, I just had a newborn. Um, I'm traveling 80% of the time, working, you know, wow. Monday through Sunday, literally, uh, from, you know, anywhere from 6 a.m. to about 3 a.m. in the morning. We are doing some large transactions at the time. Um, and I said, hey, you have anything for me? I could, I'll be a staff accountant in, your, in one of your companies. And he said, absolutely not. Um, I don't have anything for you now, but your talents are not to be someone's employees. Let's think about becoming, you know, your own business uh, owner eventually, and an entrepreneur, and then an investor from, from there. So, if um, if you're interested in it, let's keep the conversation open. If I have any thoughts, or if I have anything open, um, I'll let you know. Fast forward, maybe six months after that point in time. Um, my dates get mixed but um, he did say hey Andrew remember what we talked about I've got a potential opportunity for you uh, which turned out to be in land uh, was a you know a, a test for him he said I tested this thesis out it seems like it works I need someone to um, to, to scale this or build this from I don't have the time to do it I know it works if you can do it you know I, I will I'll work an arrangement out with you so that's how I got my foot into uh, land, and I didn't know what I was doing. I had I went CPA or bean counters. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> what is this concept? <laughs> yeah. What is this concept of selling land, buying land for low and selling it for high? It, 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 the returns there were just it didn't make logical sense to me. 
but I was so desperate that I was willing to try anything to get out of corporate. So that's how I got my start, man. I think it's like everybody, like when, when you just like start something, you just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like first, like one and a half year what we did, we go to different classes, unlearn English, and it's just like, and then you tell people, I I work with real estate and everybody like, oh, what houses do they have? Like, I not yeah. work with houses, I sell just dirt. <laughs> And yep. like, yep. And what exactly you do? Like, I have no F idea. Yep. <laughs> so it was yep. kind of like for us too. Okay, what do you think like better just work with real estate, like land business, like buy and flip land? Or you think it's be much better maybe buy and flip houses or maybe buy houses, um, fix it and rent it. Or maybe buy land and develop this land. What do you think like be better? So in terms of that question, I think it's hard to answer for, for somebody that's listening to this because everyone has their kind of niche. For me, what I can speak about is uh, in terms of me, land was something that I had taught to me. And it was easier than flipping single family homes because if you, talk, if you think about red ocean versus blue ocean strategy, at the time that I got started in land, Flipping houses was hot. Everyone and their mother was doing that. So that was a red ocean strategy. So this concept of land, which is turning into a red ocean strategy, um, at the time for me was um, was the unicorn, if you will. You were able to to, to make offers and, and see the margins that were are not as prevalent these days than they were back then. So. Um, my answer to your question is you kind of have to find a niche where you know it's not full of competition it's kind of up and coming um, and I know this is this is kind of really broad but you know if it's land um, if it's you know subsets of land or development it, it really depends on um, you know again your network and, and you know being abreast of all the all the opportunities out there now for so for me specifically land makes sense because you know you've got no, no uh, you don't have you don't have any um, fixed assets sitting on top of the land that can depreciate so you don't have um, you know your houses you don't have foundation issues you don't have pipes you don't have termites you don't have anything other than just dirt so there's really not much to yeah. it. Um, so I prefer land. If you're starting out, maybe land is an avenue for you to to kind of get your feet wet because you know you can make mistakes as long as you don't make you know very large dollar mistakes. You can still recover from it because land will. There's limited amounts of land, and people will always be seeking land. So if you make a mistake, you pay too much for a piece of property, you may hold on to that thing for a little bit, but you know, eventually there will be a buy for that piece of land. Now, if you're talking about your intermediate slash people that have been doing this for a while, well, when you've been in land for a while, you, you start to, to realize that competition has increased. So what do you do in those situations? You know, you don't put your head in the sand and say that doesn't exist. You say yeah. you recognize that business is ever evolving. It doesn't matter if you get into whatever widget you're getting into, you have to adapt to your environment. So whether that be, you know, I'm still doing land, 
And I think this new vertical of development uh, is viable because it has something to do with land. Building on top of your previous knowledge um, will help you kind of realize and pivot if you need to into different aspects of real estate. So I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, I think like land, it's much easier than houses. It's still competition, but less competition. And I remember when I live in Ukraine and I have extra time on the weekend and sometimes I just have extra like job on the side for extra money. So I work with real estate in Ukraine and I help people like represent real estate company and we buy and flip like houses or like apartments. I was surprised when I try buy apartment here for me. I was surprised how realtors have no idea about this. Like, hey, what the foundation? What uh, I like? What year was built this house? How much like this person pay for electricity? How much bill for like water? Like in United States, people have no idea. They just like open the door, go look around. You like it? Sell contract and everything. It's done. Or maybe they make like action but in ukraine it was so hard because you need to know everything about each apartment and each building and when we start business about like land it's like was like eat ice cream it's like <laughs> much easier it's a dirt it's flood zone you can build have house a mobile home and it's done finished like mostly i mean of course it's yeah. like much more research but it's much less headache than really houses. Correct. And less Correct. competition. Correct. Absolutely. What, what do you think? How many, how much money people need for start land business or like real estate business? So I don't think it's a matter of money that you need. If you have a will, I know people say this all the time. If there's a will, there's a way. There's never a shortage of money looking for deals. So let me say that again. There's never a shortage of money looking for deals. There's not enough deals to go around. So if you have the will, willingness, uh, and you know, go-getter attitude, you will be able to find a way to fund your land deals. I would say I would be willing to say zero dollars. I got started with roughly around two thousand dollars. That was in my 401k in corporate. Wow. I took it out to make that deal. And there's been deals where you look at and you go, how am I going to fund this thing? And lo and behold, you will find ways, whether it's giving up a portion of, of, of the deal or um, going to the bank and borrowing some money or whatever it may be, you're going to find a way to do that deal. And if you're resourceful enough, you will get it to work. So, no, you know, absolutely no money is required, just a willingness to learn and just a, a hardworking attitude We have and resourcefulness. I think we have a very root expression in Ukraine. If your ass on the fire, your brain starts work so fast. So right. if you like on the fire, you start think a lot faster and find solution. Like for, for me, for example, uh, Louis, it's my husband. He like don't have uh, money and he don't have good credit history and i'm like immigrant i don't have even credit card even five years living in the united states i don't have credit card 
and I don't have any credit history. So you cannot go and borrow. You don't have any friends. You don't have any family. So this situation was much harder. But for us, for example, we tried to find any deal what you can pay for cash. And for example, we find like three years ago when we started this business, we find a property that I buy for like 200 bucks. 200 bucks you can pay from cash from your like wallet 200 bucks everybody have 200 bucks i'm sure you can find 200 bucks if you make a deal enough to sell for two thousand dollars and i think cheapest what i have it's two pieces property one was seven dollars fifty cents and one was one buck <laughs> one green dollar so for this i think like of course you need money but not like for houses you need to buy a house for two hundred fifty thousand dollars and try to flip it for half million start like small one and don't like freak out yourself and family and like don't take a bunch of credit i think it's be like maybe slower take a time if you don't have a money but i think still it's possible to make a deal even if you have absolutely. seven bucks <laughs> absolutely i mean look at the progression of of human beings you don't come out the womb running, right? Yeah. You come out of the womb, you can't move your neck. And then you kind of slowly progress to wiggling your, your neck, your extremities, and then you're able to flip over. Then you start trying to crawl, then you crawl, then you start crawling faster, then yeah. you start getting up, then you start walking, and then you run. That is business. You have yeah. to learn it. If you expect to make a million dollars on the first deal, is that possible? Absolutely. But. It's a lot easier to do it in baby steps, like you said. I agree. How many employees do you have? I have roughly around 10 resources in Central America, and I've got a base that I share with other investors of around five to 10 others in Asia. So not all your employees in the United States. Some employees like 100%. Filipino, Asia, They're offshore. Country. We are a hundred percent virtual company. As you can tell right now, I'm not, I'm not in the States and I'm able to run this business um, where I am. Abroad. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All my team abroad. So only owner in the United States, but everybody abroad. And I think for most of the people, like how we can make it, like how it's work, like uh, you don't need to drive, you don't need to show, and like they cannot understand everything online right now. It's time with internet. If you have internet, you can organize everything that it's possible. So you don't need to drive, be on the traffic, show anything. It's just like, hey. And e you have E-commerce e has been around for years, right? Up until the recent future, I say recent future, most people didn't realize you can transact land virtually. Well, you can do that. And COVID really, really pushed that to the forefront. Hence why there's an increase of investors doing what we do. Yeah. What, uh, did you have a challenge in a business? And what is this challenge was? Yes, the biggest challenge I think most owners will, will face is the who, not how question. We want to, you know, as business owners, as startups, we want to save as much money and make as much money at the same time. So we end up piling, piling a bunch of stuff on ourselves. But what that really does is it makes you the, it makes you attempt to be the expert at every single aspect of business. If you get to, my biggest challenge was being able to delegate things. When, we, when you get to a certain, certain income level of your business where you, you have, you know, some remaining, of course, don't go out there hiring everybody and just 
starting a business like that. And you know, that's yeah. a sure way to, to not do so well. But when you get to the point where you're making a little bit of money, instead of spending that money, maybe you, re you reinvest that into hiring a who, a person that is really good at what what you can you can do, but that's not the highest and best use of your time. To be able to say, hey, marketing is not my forte. Um, let me invest, use the words invest versus cost. If you invest in this person, they will generate you, if it's the right button in the right seat, they will generate, generate you multiples over what you're investing into them. The biggest hurdle that I had was to be able to delegate that because I didn't want to, I didn't see spending extra X amount. I saw that as a cost versus an investment. So flipping the mindset in terms of delegating and be able to hire the right buttons and the right seats. It's exactly what my husband, when we start only two of us and after I told him like, we need to have a team, we need to have a team. I think about like, I'm dreaming about huge corporation and he like, you know, I just want like buy, flip, have my two bucks, go have Coca-Cola, McDonald's sandwich and done. And you dreaming about like huge corporation monster. And like, we don't need team because it's like extra headache, extra employee, extra charge, extra money. And this, it's like mindset was like, for him was very like difficult and it's hold it and we always kind of fight about this. And then we have our first employee, Zandra, who worked with us for years. She just like, it's awesome. Like right now I can focus on the bigger picture. I can see bigger deal. I can search something higher. And employee, like what I told it just like, not every job, not every position, but sometimes you just need people who like do a monkey job. And it's it. So you like big boss, you had, you think about big pictures, you're dreaming, you visualize, you're searching, you, you speak with investors so good like you. <laughs> so for successful people, um, learn something new or make uh, your homework. And people sometimes can help you with different uh, style, idea, um, different jobs. And it's it. And it's take less time for you. Yeah, the key to that is not giving people what you don't want to do. That's not the key. The key is to identify someone that enjoys doing what you're not very good at doing or is not the highest and best use of your time. Some people really enjoy that. And if that's their 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 forte, why not give that to them? They enjoy doing it. Yeah, I feel like super happy because I feel really it's encouraged me because when I give people job, it means I give people opportunity. I pay them like salary. They can pay uh, the bill. They can support family and they do what they like. So for example, if I have right now a person who on the selling side and he have like uh, 15, 20 years practice with speaking and selling and everything, I will never catch him. He already professional. He can beat me like that. And he enjoy, he not even feel like it's a job, it's like hobby, but make money. And for me, like, awesome, great. So I can focus on a different, higher picture and he can do it his job and it's like awesome. So we both win. And I, I think it's cool because you give job, you pay people bill and you helping people. It's awesome. Absolutely. Uh, do you feel uh, stuck sometimes with something? stuck and I, I revert back to my my previous answer it's you know sometimes you're sitting there thinking through how do i how do i fix this issue that i'm having and the question really needs to be who 
kind of like reach out to that is an expert in this, that consultant. There's oftentimes we, we as entrepreneurs are so prideful that we want to be the fixer of everything. And that's not the case. You know, we can't be the experts in everything. So that is where I get stuck on and I have to constantly remind myself when I get really stuck and I just can't figure things out, it's like, okay, I don't know how to fix this, but who can't? Who, do, who in my network knows that I can reach out to that can help me with this? So that's... Awesome. I like this. Uh, every um, one time per week we have a team, Zoom, and we always have each person on the team have update and after we say, hey, what's your problem? What's your goal? What's your deadline? Uh, what you did? What you learned from last time? Um, what you will learn something new? What results do you have? Or maybe you would like to share. Or if you have some problem, let's spit it. And we just like, hey, we have like five people on a team. We can help you. Sometimes you just like really stuck because you're like thinking like like horses. You just go forward and you like don't see anything what around you. So for me, it's like very refreshing. And like maybe one head it's good. Too good, it's good, but five, it's like not pretty. But <laughs> when you have so many options, when you have so many ideas and just like, yeah, I even have no idea about this. Like, yeah, I think you're right. And it's just like in our team, what I'm so happy and glad that we encourage each other, we'll help each other. We're not in competition or like try to hurt, like, hey, you do it better. So maybe you will have more money. Like, no, 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 we're like together. We're like family, we like, uh, hey, uh, I need help. So everybody like, how can I help you? So you're not alone. And I think a lot of people think I need to go and fight myself. It was my attitude. Like I'm alone. Nobody care about me. I need to go and fix it. Like, no, you have a family, you have a friends. Right now we have a, a neighbors, you have a team and every, and right now if I have a problem, I'm not shy to ask help and just like everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> you have help <laughs> so who have this who have that and it's just like if you um what i told my team i think a lot of people may be shy to ask help or say hey i'm stuck i have a problem and if you tell hey i have a problem i'm not shy uh, it's already 50 percent uh fix it because you tell hey i have a problem and it's always i'm just like laugh and told my husband that like you know, it's like alcoholic, like, hey, I'm alcoholic. <laughs> I'm sober for like 10 days. And it's like, if you tell already, hey, you have a problem, uh, it's already 50% gone. Uh, so what do you think people need to have a talent with real estate? Or what talent do you need to have to work with land business? Or do you need to have talent at all? Or maybe like, no, everybody can do it. I would say the one thing that separates people that make it in this business and the people that fail is resilience, the word resilience. So there are going to be great times in real estate, but there's also going to be very difficult times. You're going to face things that you can't even imagine right now that really gut punch you and say, man, how do I get out of this rut? The people that make it through these things are resilient enough to say, you know what? This is not going to define me. I'm gonna fix this or I'm gonna overcome this objection and I'm gonna continue on. I'm gonna step over that issue and continue to march forward. That is 
That is to me, the only thing you need. You don't need to be smart. You don't need to have an Ivy League degree. You don't need to have any experience whatsoever, but resilience. Yeah, I agree. I think sometimes maybe even if you have a problem, like for example, me, if I like stuck or I have a problem or like, I just sit and cry and I won't give up. I just like, okay, calm down. It's a point. <laughs> Go and have a shot of whiskey or cup of coffee, sit. And if you need to cry, sit and cry. It's okay. If you need to speak to somebody, okay, just go and spit it. And if you need to go in the nature and like sit and meditate and think inside yourself, but just like cry, drink, run. One, one time I, I feel like I was so hurt very badly and people steal a lot from me and run. And it's people who I trust so much. I just go to the park and sit and cry. And after this, I just go and sprint and run how fast I can. It's just like I'm running. And I hate to run, but I just need this energy out. And after this, okay, I'm not give up. Everybody up, let's go. So I exactly. think sometimes, not just like, I think a lot of people maybe feel, hey, it's so hard, I need to give up, it's not working. And maybe they're not encouraged from family or friends, maybe they feel alone, like most of us. But most of the people who have success they just not give up they go through and just keep going keep going and it's it it's uh, nobody have always candy sometimes we have like sour or bitter cream on the top also yep. did you fail or you have a practice with this or you fail one time or many times or maybe absolutely i feel you know, everyone would like to think that they don't fail. But as you work through business, as you own your own business, you are going to fail for, forward. When I say fail, fail forward, it, it is not failing accepting defeat. It is failing and learning from your failures to, to move forward. So really early on my career, you know, I had people mentioning, you need to know who your partners are. Um, and I got into a business outside of land with some partners that weren't cut out to be part in the entrepreneurial space. It takes a certain resilience and attitude to become an entrepreneur and commitment to it as well. And these partners were not that. They weren't it, no fault of their own. It's just not a world that they were willing to accept. So that business ended up, I ended up re, um, retracting from that business and focusing on more of this land business here. And on top of that, you know, some of, you know, the partners, I had a partner also that, that had, um, that I, I had planned on being in business for a while, uh, pull the rug from underneath me. One day out of the blue, just said, hey, I'm moving on to something else and come to find out that same individual is uh, directly competing with me in, in that business. So um, really understanding the people you're going to do business with that you can fully trust them um, is something that I learned from it. But yeah, I failed, I failed multiple times and I will continue to fail forward as I work through this journey of entrepreneurship. So yes, absolutely. You're going to fail. If you say you're not, uh, you're lying to yourself. Yes. 
Yes, I totally agree with that. It's just like you'll be not successful if you not fail. It's just question how fast you get up from your knee and go forward, and it's it. It's only one question. Everybody have a lot of mistakes. We're human, and how many years you're in the business, you still will make mistakes. You still will fail. You you still will learn all the time because something improves, something update. But it's just like how fast you just like okay, it's my mistake, it's my problem, it's my mess. I did, I'm learn. Let's go, and it's it. But right. yeah. Yeah, everybody was failed. No happiness all the time. Now just like happy and and a cup of coffee and candy. Uh, what do you recharge? How do you recharge your energy? It's um, meditation. It's be with your family. It's play with kids. It's go to nature for camping. It's some song. Maybe sometimes you like drive big speed and like listen some song. Like what do you recharge? How I recharge is I meditate every morning. I work out also after I meditate. Only 10 minutes of meditation, then I work out. Um, and then also the weekends and the evenings, my phone goes unavailable. You can't reach me. I have do not disturb on from 7 p.m. on to 7 a.m. So you cannot reach me. Unless you're in the people that I that I know will call me only in an event of emergency, my phone will not ring. So I have that set in the weekends. I do not do work. And then I travel a lot with my family whenever I get a chance to. That's how I recharge what I'm doing right now. I have this also in my phone, but you're on a special list. So if you call me around 8 p.m., you still will contact <laughs> <laughs> me. Yeah, but also I'm like on a special time and like finish. It's like my day off, I'm finished to work in and you cannot reach me. And my last question, uh, what is the best advice would you have from somebody? Like maybe it's your parents, maybe it's a teacher, maybe it's your business partner, wife, I don't know. What's the best advice would you have? You use it and it's like help your life. The biggest one most recently is the who not how. That really changed my mind. It's always, you know, I go back to saying, we don't have to be the solvers of every issue. It's There's somebody out there, the who, that is an expert at what you're trying to solve already. So why are you trying to spend that same amount of time that they went to school, be it a month, four months, a year, four years, to learn something when you could utilize that person's knowledge in it to overcome your challenges. So understanding that who can solve a lot of your how questions. Stop asking yourself, how do I solve this? Ask yourself, who do I know? that can solve this and enjoy solving this problem. And awesome. don't, and the second advice is don't be your own self-limiting factor. You will always look at yourself in the mirror and it's human nature to say, no, nah, you're not cut out for this. You're not able to do this. If I listen to myself or everybody around me saying, no, you're an accountant. You just need to stick to accounting. I wouldn't be where I am today. And I almost didn't because I talked myself out before I quit corporate. I talk myself to say, yeah, maybe no, maybe this is just like okay for a little bit, but you're not, you're never going to do anything big with it. If I listen to myself on that, I wouldn't be where I am today. So those are the two, two keys that constantly get drilled in my head. I'm not saying I'm perfect. But it still happens. That I talk myself into things that I, that are negative, but. So yeah. my, my question right now, pop up, I know I tell you last question, but okay. If you have 
a bad day, bad energy, bad attitude, and you just feel like, okay, uh, everything goes like down. Your business partner left, for example, or like, for example, for me, yeah, my most, the best employee what they have to start with me and work with me for years, she know everything step by step. I ask her to be manager and she just quit and go to my enemy work. And I teach her and she worked with me for years. So this kind of like go you down, you trust person and she just left. Second person who was on the silent side, she steal all my information, all my buyers, all my system and she left. So, and for example, a lot of people, you know, sometimes it's not only like one gig, but like bad. Sometimes everything starts bad, relationship. Or like when you have this shit, it's coming like, hey, your relationship start crashing all at the same time and your dog sick and your kids cry and like your neighbors loud. And like, if you feel like, okay, I won't give up. I, it's, it's not for me. I just, won't, I just won't give up. I just won't go and like hide it on the corner and never come back. What, what do you do with you? And it's not like one hour. Maybe it's not one day. Maybe it's like two days. Maybe it's like two weeks. Maybe it's one month. So what do you do with that? Have you like, and you don't have any feel alone. That's and- where meditation comes into play and really being mindful and present and grateful for what you currently have. Because everything you mentioned are non-life threatening critical things. If you close your eyes and go to sleep and wake up the next day, you're not going to die from it. A lot of those things will will present themselves as not that important the, the next day. It's easy to build anxiety on top of the, itself and make this massive ball of mess that your body is going to create a fight or flight response to and you start sweating and you start getting anxious. Well, if you take a step back and measure the gain from where you came from until today appreciate everything that you do have not everything that's going wrong in your life because that's easy to do appreciate everything that went well in your life why do you appreciate that if everything stopped today business stopped does that really matter of course financially it may matter to you however for me, the, how I look at that is like I've got my I've got my wife, I got my daughter, I got my son. We're protected, we're well fed, we're able to take vacations whenever we choose. The freedoms of that are something to celebrate in and of itself. Because start with gratitude, start with gratefulness. The rest will follow. It's not going to be the end of the day. No one's holding a gun to your head or a knife to your throat that your life is going to end. <laughs> Things may feel that way, but it's not. Go to sleep, wake up the next day, start fresh, meditate, and then relook at the situations. Oftentimes you'll realize things that you think are big issues aren't that really big of a deal at all. Fine. It's a blessing sometimes in disguise that people like that have exited out of your life on their own accord. Yeah. I try to have like journaling every night before sleep and minimum one sentence I need to say thank you and I'm grateful for what? Maybe for like, hey, it was weather so awesome or maybe it's the clouds was good or maybe my dog was awesome and behaved in the park or maybe my husband gave me compliments or maybe some some person gave me an idea when I was on the line or something. 
and when you have this gratitude gratefulness and like it's like you be shocked after like two weeks it shifts your life and you like more kind of light you're more happy and like your attitude different and sometimes i feel like if i have moments that like i hate everybody even myself and i want to stop <laughs> and like everything's shit and not work and i like i just don't want to do anything like okay just don't do anything listen your body if you want to be lazy okay like spin spend on day like be on the bed look youtube stupid video about cat or like you're the best tv show and just recharge and if you want to do anything like okay you have a team and one day if you like day off on a tuesday or wednesday like who care it's it but next day just like wow it's like i was so lazy it's like all this like stupid tv show it's like so boring like eight hours like i'm so tired like let's go and do something cooking or like cleaning or like start a business or something so sometimes just listen your body what they want maybe they won't give up and just have sunday on tuesday and it's okay <laughs> yep absolutely awesome okay my friend uh thank you so much fans for my million question <laughs> and thank You're you so much spend time with me i really appreciate it and i hope uh people who will listen that they will be encouraged and like understand that like hey it's not so big deal to open the business sometimes it's be challenge but it's not always be candy and it's not always be help so it's possible and i think everybody can do this absolutely awesome